0: This show may contain strong language and sexual content. If you're a minor looking for information or help without all the grown up stuff, visit our website at mygayagendapodcast.com for resources. This episode contains discussion of body image and eating disorders. It also contains discussions about the LGBTQIA community, but you probably figured that out already. It's right in the title Monday, we're super gay. Wednesday is also gay. Wednesday is still pretty gay. And Thursday I have a night class. Friday we continue to be gay.
1: Saturday is the gayest day. Sunday, yeah, it's still gay. But we also record a podcast. Hello, and welcome to My Gay Agenda, an investigative podcast where we interview the queer community and plan our world domination. My name is Jen. My name is Christina, and we are your co-conspirators in plotting whatever the heck cisgender straight people think we're doing. Christina,
0: can you tell us what's on the buy schedule for today? Absolutely. I will be talking with a new friend, Polly, from Washington, and then Jen's going to lead us in a puntacular game. So hello, Polly. I got- Hey, uh, this is our, this is a pretty special guest because this is the first guest that we have on the podcast that we did not know initially. She just reached out to us, which, just to plug, anybody can do at any time. So you can shoot <laughs> us an email at info at com, and we'll
1: figure something out. And, and you're our first uh, West Coast yeah, guest. Yes. Yeah, kicking That's in the pretty West Coast.
2: Neat. Wow. Thanks. Yeah, it's you're quite an honor. Really.
1: You're,
0: you're so many firsts. So tell us <laughs> about you.
2: Well, my name's Polly. I live in Olympia, Washington, and 36 years, and I do uh, strength and wellness coaching, and um, have been doing that for a little over three years now, and um, primarily work with, my, well, my passion is with um, people of size and people in the GLBTQ, etc. cetera community. So, um, I just was kind of surfing, doing my regular podcast search thing where I'm just looking for something new and interesting. And, um, I sucked in by your guys' really cute logo. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It's adorable. And the title I thought was hilarious and awesome.
0: Oh, excellent. Uh, so I've only been to Washington... One time in my life. Uh, just, like, scale of 1 to 10, how gay would you say it is? Like, the whole state. Oh,
2: it's um, a great question. I think that, so, Washington is split uh, by the mountains. So, there's western and eastern Washington. Oh. And so, like, if you were to look at the, you know, like, the red and blue, like, when the voting thing happens. Mm-hmm. So, western is where I live. That's all... Primarily, that's like Seattle, Olympia, Tacoma, bigger cities. That This whole area is pretty gay. The other <laughs> side, um, there's definitely gays there for sure. And that's where I was born. But um, I wouldn't necessarily say it's the safest for the gays.
0: Oh. Um, A little more red than blue.
2: 50, 50. Although population-wise, so the population density is much heavier in the West. And it's pretty gay.
0: Hmm. All right. It's,
2: Especially Olympia. I'm not sure if you guys are very familiar with Olympia at
0: all. No, like, not quite. I was more in the Seattle area.
2: Yeah, it's a lot of gay. It's a lot of gay business happening
0: over here. Uh, Washington, just compared to other states in the United States, uh, is a bit more progressive in terms of um, queer rights. Allows marriage equality, as is law across the country, mm-hmm. as well as adoption rights. Uh, and I think starting very soon, uh, allowing a gender X to be added to people's birth certificates as like a correction. So that's cool.
2: Right. And I know someone, she's actually was living here who I think was pretty, had some role in that happening.
0: That's awesome. Can you guide us on your queer journey? Because you had mentioned to me that you are in fact queer.
2: (laughs) I am indeed. One of the things that I think is, um, that I share with when when this, the topic comes up, what I think is uh, kind of funny is that I never, I, I didn't officially come out, but my mother told me that she thought I was gay. <laughs> Just a very chill, low-key, you know, p and kind of mom. So I'm very lucky as far as that goes. But I remember, I think I was 14, and we were at some box restaurant somewhere and she she was like I have to talk to you about something and I was like oh no what is it <laughs> and she said I I think you might be gay <laughs> 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 and it,
1: was huge, it was really you know awkward
2: and embarrassing of course but it was also a huge relief <laughs> um yes indeed uh I am and was gay so she was right
0: was that something yeah. you had sensed at the time, or was it she said that and you were like, "Oh, that's what I feel like"?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I I knew very. I had a my first relationship was at that same time, so I think that's how she, yeah, that's what clued her into it. Was I had this friend that would come over, but would never I would never bring her in the house. We would just like hang out outside on the porch for hours, mm. and oh. that was I think her indication that something's going on because I think I I'm pretty sure I let my other friends come in the house. But I just felt really <laughs> uncomfortable about having that, you know, the person that I was seeing at the time in the house. Mm, right. So that's what I think that was what tipped her off.
0: Yeah, that is such a classic teenager move where it's just like, oh, if they're not in the house or, like,
1: around my family, then they'll never figure out. (laughs) Parents are incapable of looking out windows.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They'll never know what's going
1: on. Quick to the
0: car.
2: (laughs) Well, it it was either that or drugs, and I wasn't that into drugs at the time. And she knew that, so you know, it was like, what else is it gonna be?
0: I mean, this is certainly the preferable option being gay as opposed to, like, I guess drug use.
2: Yeah, and that's what she thought and still thinks. So, this, you know, she's very, very, I'm very lucky. She's loving and supportive as far as, you know, my sexuality and orientation and gender expression and all that.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. She sounds like a cool lady.
2: Yeah. Yeah. She's
0: pretty cool. Cool. So, um, how did you get into coaching and fitness? Well,
2: I kind of um, stumbled on it. Actually, I was pretty not very in. I was not into exercise or sports or anything as a kid. That mm-hmm. was. I was more into, you know, I wanted to play the guitar and I wanted to be in
1: a grunge rock
2: band and
1: the queer experience. You
2: know. <laughs> yeah, that was like my thing. I wasn't into, this. and I was not. I wasn't a jock gay kid, you know? He mm-hmm. was like a really dorky gay kid. But I have just a kind of off-the-wall experience of going to a kind of a meathead gym in Olympia here, maybe like eight or so years ago. Went in there, not really knowing a clue about how to do anything. I just decided... And it, well, here's an interest. This, you guys, might be... This might be inappropriate. <laughs> it's, it's, which is something that I often don't talk about, or because I don't think it's going to be understood by most people, but I think there was a lot of gender play in there too. So I, my gender expression is a lot more, more androgynous or masculine ish. Mm. And um, so I felt, and, and in Olympia where I felt feel like I feel comfortable just walking around being gay. I don't feel scared about that at all. Um, I felt like I could just walk into a gym that was, um, had a lot of like masculine meathead vibes and, and I didn't feel like, I felt uncomfortable for a lot of reasons, but I didn't feel like I was being, you know, looked at in a sexual way at all. I felt I felt like, oh, I can fit in here, you know, because I'm kind of like dude-ish and mm-hmm. maybe these dudes will be my friends <laughs> 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 and, you know, show me how to, you know, squat and deadlift and do all this stuff. So there was a sense of, I don't, I don't know if privilege is the right word, but I felt, you know, a sense of safety with that, my gender identity, like, allowed me to do that and feel like I didn't have to face, like, sexual harassment or something. Do you know Mm -hmm. what
0: I mean? No, totally. Yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily label it as privilege or anything, just, like, a fortunate step up and feeling slightly more comfortable in a more masculine environment.
2: Yeah, yeah. So that was my experience. I went in there, um, you know, messed around for a while, and then I finally got some help figuring out what I was doing and how to, Lift weights and how to squat and deadlift and do all these cool moves, Um, (laughs) and I did that for a while. Got really, really, really into it. Felt just started to feel really like strong, and I felt like what I noticed the most was how it translated from like this physical sensation of oh I feel powerful and I feel strong into how it allowed me to show up more in my life, if that makes sense. Like,
0: like being more physically present or like present overall
2: and like confident, you know, Mm. um, able to address situations like more comfortably that then maybe I wouldn't have been able to do before or have conversations that maybe were more difficult or advocate for myself. Uh, Some, you know, in situations, um, those were the kind of changes that I really started to notice Hmm. And then, and then also just got really like pumped about lifting heavy things. I thought that was really cool. <laughs> oh
0: sure, Well, that's just rad. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's just like really awesome. Yeah. So um, I got into powerlifting and I got to like, compete a little bit and that was really fun. And then it came time, this was several years later, it came time for me to make a shift in what I was doing for work. I was, had been at the job I was at for a long time, was pretty burnt out and ready to move on and had no idea what I wanted to do and then for some friends suggested hey you know you're really into this weightlifting thing have you ever thought about doing that as a job or as a career supporting other people in doing that and I thought what are you talking about no way I'm not <laughs> <laughs> I'm you know I just really had this like imposter syndrome thing which I, I still do but um had it more extreme then like I just do this for fun and I don't really know what I'm doing and and I'm kind of weird and goofy, and I look funny, and I'm, you know, my body isn't like the way that a athlete's body is supposed to look like, and I just had all these stories. So I thought about that more, looked into that, got some some support around it, and then decided, hey, wait, but I actually really do love this, and maybe I can do it.
0: Heck yeah.
2: So I did. And, um, and I've been doing it now for over three years, um, strength and wellness coaching with like I said, you know, the communities that I'm really passionate about and uh, it's going it's going great. I love it. I'm so happy.
0: Yeah, I was uh I was stalking your gym's website a little bit and <laughs> it sounded clutch as hell. Like there's a hiking club.
2: <laughs> what? Yeah, so I uh, started two years ago. Yeah, just started a little well, and if you Western Washington again is some of the most beautiful forests and mountains ever, like in the whole you know United States. Um, yeah, I started taking some of our, our folks out on trails, and we hike around. And very just mm. a loving, accepting, fun group of folks. Um, a lot of I work with a lot of people who have had actually numerous stories of the people who tell me like I went hiking once with the mountaineers and like got left behind and didn't know where I was and you know there's this so much of this culture of just make these things nature like inaccessible and that's changing more and more but it's really important to me to offer you know just this very just loving and going at your own pace and taking it all in there's no rush it's not a competition it's not like a race to the top you know right it's just about being out there and soaking it up and enjoying the bodies that we have and the beautiful mountains and trees that are here you know it's Really
0: cool. Yeah, I was initially, like, when you first reached out to Jen and I, I was uh, so intrigued by uh, your body-positive approach to coaching. I know both from a personal standpoint and just, like, from... And I pull up my nerd glasses studying psychology in college. Um... (laughs) I know that um, body image issues are rampant in the queer community. Uh, there are for many, many, many different factors that lead to um, negative body image among queer folks. And we're a lot more likely to suffer a myriad of mental illnesses, one of the big ones being eating disorders. I was super interested in hearing about, like, if you're, you had mentioned your coaching sort of focuses on, like, queer issues and things like that as well. Have you incorporated any of that into your approach? Like, is that something you bear in mind? I would
2: say it's a good question. I'm not sure that I address it if I necessarily single it out as... When I when I work with people one-on-one, which I do primarily work one-on-one with folks, I do a couple kind of small group things. But when I work with people individually, it's very just, you know, specific to what's going on with them. And I don't necessarily plant the seed of like well you know being a queer person is hard in these ways around body image as much as I sort of ask questions and try to glean from the individual what they think is going on for them. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? So it, it may or may not be directly you know connected to like their sexuality or gender or identity or whatever. No, maybe.
0: that that makes a lot of sense to me. I, like I'm clearly not the body coach here because <laughs> like that now that you say that that makes like a million times more sense that you would just be like, "Hey, what do you think is going on?" Rather than, you're queer,
1: so you're probably having a lot of problems right now. <laughs> it's, it's, it's... Totally. <laughs> less about broad right. issues and more about a case-by-case, client-by-client, then.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I hear a lot of, you know, this is true for everybody, more than anything, you know, family of origin is a real common, more, more than I hear, like, you know my queerness or my gender although that's those those definitely are factors and they come up I hear a lot more about you know my mom was a yo-yo dieter and mm. that's stayed with me you know right or my dad was really fit and harped on me to be a certain size or look a certain way or be have a certain kind of femininity or whatever you know that yeah I hear that more
0: yeah Plus, you're probably not getting a lot of people walking in and just going, I'm stressed because I'm queer and that has an effect on my body. <laughs> like,
2: right, although that certainly does happen, you know. We, um, like, lucky and honored that people feel like they can come in and say that. Because that does happen, you know. It's just not the dominant
1: Sure, yeah. Story. Right. I gotta say, you're making me want to, like, go to a gym. <laughs> I don't. Uh-oh.
2: Oh, no what? I take it back <laughs> oh
1: no I mean like it would it would probably benefit me I just don't know how to I just schedule that or if I don't know if we have one that's like as inclusive and rad as yours sounds around here <laughs> where are you guys
2: looking
1: we're in New Jersey which isn't New like Jersey <laughs> yeah we're we're all the way over there and you're all
0: the way over there
2: let's let that's like opposite parts of the country yeah exactly <laughs> What the heck?
0: that's what we said okay, when you we're... contacted us i'm like she's from washington that's all the way over there <laughs> we're gonna find you guys i'm googling
2: it right now we're gonna find you guys a really cool place in new jersey yes although you should... i don't know apparently new jersey is an entire state and you could live anywhere in there oh, that's it's tiny
1: very small Com-
0: comparable to Washington yeah it's a very small state but yeah I mean like I know a lot of my uh, just going back to Jen being like I'd love to join a gym and like oh there's always like dual parts of my brain that I'm like yes I want to join a gym but I just always feel very nervous going into a gym and you probably have a few clients like this as well like I Like, I feel like the second I step in, I'm gonna be like, everybody knows that I don't belong in this gym. (laughs) (laughs) The five foot one, the five foot one
1: person with the weird haircut, what are they doing here? Everyone's gonna know that I don't know what an elliptical is.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I just have, uh, one of my best friends I was just talking to, um, this morning, we were having a little meeting, and she just joined a gym and was talking about this that <laughs> just this last time she went, because she's in a similar boat, except she doesn't live, if she lived, like, right next to me, we would be training together, but that she, just the other day, was at the gym and pretended like she was going to the bathroom, but really just ran out of the gym.
0: Oh, <laughs> Oh, no. Oh.
2: She was just like, I don't know what to do. And I've already been
0: on the bicycle for 20 minutes. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. There was a hot second um, in college that I was going to the gym regularly. And there would be people there, women, that I knew. So, like, I'd look at them, but then I'd be like, do I look like the queer person who's staring at women and objectifying them? Oh, no! I don't want to do that! They, I just used to be their right. roommate before they ran away!
2: I know, that's a real thing! Like, what if you're you're just, like, looking around, like, oh, what are they doing? Maybe I should do what they're doing, but then this whole, like, anxiety about, oh, wait, do they think I'm, like, looking at them in this way? Do, do they know... Yeah. Day, but I'm not looking at them like that
0: you know? Yeah and then I just gotta be like No 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 no. I'm looking at you because I'm self conscious <laughs> Because you've run- been <laughs> running For the past two hours And I thought about running for two hours And threw up That's why yeah. I'm staring not because you look good But also I wonder if Straight men have those same concerns About going to gyms <laughs> And being in gyms I don't know I'm a straight man but I
2: think that they do I think that it's a very I mean um body image and health and this like idea of fitness is very it doesn't skip anybody and even though it may be more I mean certainly like straight dudes have it easy on many levels I'm not going to act like it's the same I don't think it is but I think that it definitely impacts everyone you know
0: Mm. Oh, for sure. I mean, like, just look at, like, there's a bunch of statistics about uh, body image with gay men. Like, the the need to, like, have the perfect body. I just read a study, I think it was from, like, 2012 or something, that some, like, UK source did, where it was over, like, slightly over half of all gay men that they surveyed. It was something like 51% of them said that they would, in a heartbeat trade one year of their lives in order to have a perfect body. Yikes. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's huge. It's big in the gaming male community for sure.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I can't speak and, 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 from experience there, but I can say yikes from afar. Right, right, right. And it, and it seems like a lot of that comes from, like, um, and I always I always pin, like, media perceptions of queer people on all of our struggles right now, but I will say it again because I do think that that plays a lot into our lives. Like, a lot of the perception of gay men is that they're, like, thin but bulky and, like, well carry-you-fireman style and stuff like that, and then there's, like, in the androgynous community, there's this sort of pressure to be, like, thin and no boobs and, like, nothing, just, like, an absolute clean slate with no fat whatsoever. So when you're seeing all of those images that look like that and you're like, how am I supposed to fit in with this gender when everybody else, it seems like, with this gender, looks like something I'm very much not.
2: I mean, there's there's no way to win, really. I mean, mm. you know, what the representation and, like, the so-called ideals are kind of, like, intentionally inaccessible. If you could meet them, then how would they make money off of you or whatever, you know? True. It's, it's not a game that you can win. You just stop playing it. You know what I mean? Mm. Yep.
0: And that's why I'm always for queer people just constantly posting pictures of themselves on the internet. Which sounds like a joke, but also... It'd be nice if we had more of the, the fact that, like, queer
1: people look like everything. Yeah. Right.
2: Different sizes, different colors, different shapes, the whole
1: hairstyles, the whole thing. And it... Yeah. I'm going to put out there right now, everyone who's listening, take a dang picture of yourself right now, or as soon as you feel, or start feeling your oats, next time you feel your oats, or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> take a picture of yourself, post it, heck, tag us, we want to see your beautiful faces. I will go and like it just straight up immediately. I want to look at all of you. I'll reply with a million heart-eye cat emojis and maybe some sparkles. She will. I've seen her do it. (laughs) This is not an empty threat.
0: (laughs) Threat's a strong word. What about promise? It can be both. Fair enough. All right. Uh, So let's move on to Polly. Is there something that you want to, like a misconception that you want to just Tell cis straight people right now, and just never have to hear it again.
2: There's something that um, I think is really important about having like queer only space to move. Mm-hmm. And and when I and I use and I and I think our definition of queer is I'm pretty sure it's um, the same, which is that it, that it's a it's a big spectrum. Anyone mm-hmm. on the spectrum, any you know, it's not like rigidly gay, rigidly lesbian you know, whatever.
0: No, you um, got it.
2: But that having a space that's exclusively for for you and for people like you, it's sort of downplayed like, how intimate and sort of vulnerable movement and exercise is that you can, like, walk into any gym and join, like, a jazzercise or, you know, step class or something and just be, be this, like, really anonymous thing, which I think it has, has importance for some, but I also think it's really important for queer people to have a place to go that's, they know that, oh, I'm going to be with people just like me, you know, who understand that, you know, maybe it's awkward, and maybe it's weird to be in these bodies sometimes, and be looked at funny, or, or whatever, um, and this, I'm not saying, like, this is this is addressing the question, I swear. Um, <laughs> no, no, I mean, it already is. Like, even even if you're if you're if someone who identifies as straight and is the mo is the most like gay loving straight person out there, like maybe my mother would be an example,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, may not understand why that's important. Yeah, that makes sense. You know? like, but I love you know, like I love all them gay people. I love yeah. them gays.
0: But that's um, not something we know right away if you're a stranger in a space like a gym, <laughs> for example. We don't just right. read that from looking at your face.
2: <laughs> right, and I think it just adds a layer of comfort and, um, safety, you know, and I think that that's really important, so sort of the question-ish.
1: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Hey, straight people, queer spaces are good. We like them, and they're useful to us. You don't need to just put yourself in every one. It's okay for you to not be part of one club. Yeah, (laughs) you can go to other clubs, and it's cool. Right,
2: and it's not like, um, you're not appreciated, like, we, like, that's awesome. I'm so glad you're so, you know, loving and such an awesome straight person. That's so great. And, you know, I'll get lunch with you after or something.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, like, I, need, I we need a little queer time. We need a little, uh, Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool. Uh, so, Polly, yeah. as is the namesake, what is on your gay agenda?
2: Okay, this, I, I love this question so much. Because <laughs> I, um, I thought about it... From so many different angles. I have like my real like passionate this is what I'm here to do agenda. And then I have my just daily life gay, gay, gay agenda. (laughs) So my gay agenda is basically I want if I could do like one thing, this is the big one. But with the rest of my life, it would it would be to support, you know, queer folks and larger body folks to be as Like, big and powerful and bright and shiny as possible.
1: Love it.
0: I love it a whole lot.
2: And then I just, like, day in a life of big gay poly agenda, which is just very chill. And then I don't know if you meant it like this, but um, it basically is hanging out with Juno, who is my adorable, complicated dog.
0: (laughs) Complicated? (laughs) I can Uh, attest for the adorable part.
2: (laughs) Did I say adorable?
0: Then you I'm said not, adorable. I, I didn't say that part yet. You said
2: adorable
0: and complicated. She's, she's got lots going on. Um, <laughs> me too, girl. Me <laughs> too. <laughs> <laughs> me too, Gino. I know. <laughs> to love
2: and enjoy my wife and partner as much as possible, and to I'm teaching myself how to play the guitar.
0: Oh, yay! That's <laughs> those are all excellent gay agenda items. And Absolutely. We we accept every last one of those into the overarching gay agenda that we'll use to take over the world? I don't know what it is we're doing yet. We're only on our episode game, 11. Our end game is a little blurry. But thank you. Whatever whatever the, whatever the end goal is, we'll be sure to
1: put uh, those items on the list. For sure, learning the guitar. We're all co-conspirators in something. What we're conspiring. To be <laughs> determined.
2: Do you guys have... Do hmm? you have a master gay agenda list created?
1: Uh,
0: n- I mean, we're, we're just sort of collecting everybody else's gay agenda items, and then we'll, we just figured, like, once we figure out what straight people think the gay agenda is, like, once just they show communicate it to us, then we'll just sort of figure out what the direction is.
2: I love this. <laughs> I could see, I could see this going, like, going somewhere.
0: Yeah. I, 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 but for now, I'm, we're just sort of kicking it and talking to queer people, and that's that's sort of been doing it for us right now. We're fine with just doing that if that's what the gay agenda is, but I'm not sure yet. I mean, the podcast feed it's is happy, sort of our master agenda. that, don't you think? No, no, no. Yeah, I, I definitely want to think like big picture. That's okay. that's the sort of Christina Higgins approach. But here's like, what I'm
1: thinking. All right. <laughs> After episode 100, we collect, we we write down every single agenda mem- item that each uh, co-conspirator has given us. Okay. Write it in rainbow ink. Obviously, I like it. Um, On parchment, and then we nail it to the door of the White House. Ooh. <laughs> Martin Luther style. Ooh, I like that.
0: I like it. I like it. All right, that's the goal for now.
1: That's, that's part one of the strategic plan. Which makes it seem like a list of demands, but we wouldn't be demanding anything. It would just be nailing a paper on the wall that says, like, hey, we're trying to, like, like each other and stop uh, assuming yeah. genders. We're just and- trying to get donuts and play
0: the guitar. That's sort of what we're up to. <laughs> cool. So thank you for those items no, that no. will be featured on the White House door, I guess. Do
1: you want to play a game? I try to say in the least oh saw God. way possible.
0: I love
2: games. This is so exciting.
1: Well, get ready because Jen's the master of them. Uh, that isn't. <laughs> Oof! Don't apologize for art, Jen. Go. Okay. okay. This is this is a, a sequel sort of to um, the game from episode three, which was called Pun Sexual Pun Romantic. So. <laughs> <laughs> I told you she's the master. So I'm gonna I'm going to say um, your clue. Which is, the um, your answer is going to be, like, an actual answer, but with a queer t- term shoehorned in there. For example, if I were to say a famous song about this human-powered, pedal-driven, two-wheeled vehicle describes a particular model that is built for two or more genders, the answer would be bicycle.
2: Oh, no. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> and I will be around as a lifeline in case you're having troubles.
2: Okay, So this. so this is, like, there are right answers
0: to this. I I mean, I will things. also accept a another good pun. What you're trying to do is come up with a pun for what Jen's saying.
1: I, I oh, promise, most boy. of them are okay. super easy, and I can give you extra hints. And we can always repeat what the question is. <laughs> Alright, are you ready? I oh, got it, okay. okay.
2: It's, a, it's a
1: win. <laughs> I mean, we're all winners. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs>
1: okay. Clue number one. Okay. This TV show, set in Westeros, Follows a large ensemble cast as they battle for the Iron Throne and the right to marry their same-sex partners. Um, can I have a hint? Sure. Uh, it's um,
0: it's a popular HBO series set in a fantasy world
1: with Game of Thrones.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Game of
1: Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> they're all Game of Thrones. Wow, yeah. that's good. They're they're all about. That cheesy. Yep. <laughs> okay, got it, okay, got it, got it.
2: You're right. Yay. Okay. So we're riding the pun
1: train. It. All right, clue two. This Harry Potter potion changes the drinker's appearance and puts them in a healthy, consensual relationship with multiple partners. Butterbeer? No, not Butterbeer. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can I have a hint,
0: please? Sure. Uh, so, first of all, are you familiar with the Harry Potter
1: series? <laughs>
2: Uh Uh-oh, here we go. Not as familiar as I should be.
1: Let's just say that. Oh, no, I shouldn't have assumed that every queer person is was into Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So if you're...
2: Because I'm the only person on the planet that is not...
0: So first of all, first of all, go read Harry Potter. Second of all, do you want me to jump in here? Because I know Harry Potter pretty well, and I think I have the answer to this. You can call in your lifeline.
2: Oh my gosh, yes, please, please. I'm gonna take my lifeline. (laughs)
0: <laughs> All right, as a Harry Potter nerd, my answer is Polyjuice Potion. Exactly. <laughs> but emphasis
1: on the poly. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh wow. I it. <laughs> Clue number three. This literary character from Neverland might be a child forever, but he could have a crush on anyone, regardless of their gender. I guess as an extra gay, uh, extra gay joke, he's best friends with a fairy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that bad? Lifeline.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, good news. I'm also a huge Disney fan, so I know that the boy who is never going to grow up is Peter Pan. Exactly. Oh, thank
2: you, Lifeline.
0: You got it. We're in this together. Kind of like High School Musical, for which I was also a nerd. Oh, life led.
1: Oh boy. All right, well, I'm getting away from the, um, with the last two, we get away from pop culture. All right. I don't know if that'll make them okay. easier or not. I, I just don't know if that's any better. I went okay. with the pun and worked backwards. I don't know if that's a good way to make a trivia game. We can do this. Okay. We got this, Polly. Clue number four. This computer coding is made up of zeros and ones, but does not adhere to society's gender roles. <laughs> God damn it, Jen.
0: HTML? <laughs> <laughs> Morse code. Morse
1: code. <laughs> I mean, if you can, if you can turn HTML into a queer pun, I will accept it. I know. I'm like, how does that work? G H T. No, that doesn't work. Would you like a hint? Can
2: I call my
0: lifeline? Here, lifeline's gonna give you a hint, super quick, and we'll see if we can go from there. Okay. You may have heard people in the past say "down with the gender blank" when they're trying to say that there are more genders than the two we think of. Man and woman. Pam, gender. Oh, that's the right uh, direction, but yeah. Again, I'm a lifeline, so I can help you out. As somebody <laughs> oh, yeah, who is, lifeline. as somebody who is also on computers too much, I really need to go outside. The more
1: I'm answering these questions, the answer is binary. Except in this case, it's non-binary code. Oh god damn it. (laughs) Because I I think I'm funny I guess. (laughs) Uh. So neither of us got that one exactly. All right last one. The last one I think might be the hardest unless you're really into coffee. Are you into coffee Polly? Like coffee
0: like
2: the drink?
1: Yes. Yes. Coffee like the drink.
2: I'm so into coffee. I have to get this one.
1: All right good because I'm not super into coffee. Okay, so this is a caffeinated beverage made of coffee. So obviously it's caffeinated, I don't know why I wrote that out, a little redundant. Anyway, this is coffee with steamed milk that is exclusively attracted to other coffees made with steamed milk. Christine is not not about this one. (laughs) So
2: it's like a kind of latte? Is that what you're saying?
1: I think it is a kind of... See, here's the thing. I wrote this question, but I know very little about coffee. I just looked at the answer by mistake, and I'm so disappointed.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I know all
0: the... Oh, this kind
2: It's like a gay latte.
0: Okay,
1: you're yeah. on the right track with the okay. word gay. So yes. keep that put a pin in that. According to Wikipedia, this this drink contrasts with a cof, uh, cafe latte because cafe latte uses es- espresso as a base and this uses friendly, coffee. Yeah, this uses just coffee. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's just it's
2: not espresso. It's just coffee
1: with steamed with, milk. Yeah, with steamed milk.
2: It's like a gay cafe latte? Yeah, yeah cafe
0: you got it. Okay. <laughs> you got it.
1: Man, that was good. Congratulations, <laughs> you did it! Gay Cafe Olé is going to be my new band name. It's really fun to say. Cafe O Gay. Oh boy, Jen. Jen, I'm so sorry. You and your
0: words. All right. So, uh, Polly, at this point, we would like to ask if anybody has something like they like to plug, like a business or something like that. It seems Any like social
1: media or anything yeah. that you want to share with our listener base. Well, yeah,
2: I just would love anyone who's listening who wants to talk more about, you know, wellness or pumping iron or body image stuff. Anyone who wants to reach out to reach out to me, I probably, I mean, I have all kinds of accounts and everything. And my Instagram handle is Polly June, P O L L Y J U N E. That's, I'm most active on their website, bigfunfitness.org. And I just love conversation and talking to people and really ultimately being like a resource and place of support for people who are looking to move more um, or not feel strong (laughs) when wherever they're at. And, uh, you know. Go out there and be
1: their big, right badass selves. Heck yeah. Alright, um, as always, if you want to find me online, if you think I'm kind of funny or whatever, I'm on Twitter at underscore glittergoblin underscore, and on Instagram at Glitter.Goblin. And you can find our podcast on iTunes, which you are probably on, in which case,
0: please like no, there's an iTunes equivalent for that. Uh, rate. Rate, view, not view, wow. This is also YouTube. We're doing, <laughs> we're doing a bad job. The answer is that you rate, rate, rate the show, you review it, and you subscribe to it, and tell all your friends. Our Facebook is My Gay Agenda, an investigative podcast, and our Twitter handle is Gay Agenda Cast. And again, if you would like to be on the podcast, email us at info at mygayagendapodcast.com. You could be
1: the next Polly. Tweet us your selfies. And tweet us your selfies. All right. Until next time, put this on your gay agenda. Fight the power. Love yourself. Take a selfie. Take a selfie right now. And that's our gay agenda. That's our gay agenda. That's our gay agenda. We just want to
0: exist.